Talk Radio 77 WABC. 77 WABC. This is Sitting Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Today, folks, it's a brutal ferry ride home for me yesterday. And I love the sun, I love the heat, but man, I'm your pusher man. It'd be hot out there. Do want to wish uh, Nancy Sliwa a happy belated birthday? I did do it yesterday on her Facebook page. Didn't come up on this show yesterday. So happy birthday to Nancy. And before I get to uh, Curtis, got a great run on guests here. Curtis, Judge Napolitano, Gordon Chang, Bill O'Reilly, Bo Deedle, Joseph Abu, Dr. Mark Siegel, all stopping by. I want to get to uh, Bill de Blasio with Curtis, but uh, I forgot to tell Curtis this. So last Friday, I'm having lunch at Cali's. I like that place. Terrence Mullen, Chris Mullen's brother, is one of the owners. I'm having my um, my uh, Tex-Mex salad, minding my own business, and I get a text, and I don't recognize the phone number. And it says, hey, Sid, hope all is well. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's not right, but I'm done with the Curtis, Samantha lies, and slander. I would like an opportunity to come on your show next week and set the record straight. Also goes on to say, I've been a fan of yours and listening since the Don Imus days. Despite Curtis's lies, I've been clean and sober for over a decade and love to see someone like us succeeding in what you do. And it turns out this person, who we will identify momentarily, his sister is about to be announced the winner, which we knew the whole time, even though Curtis is out there and pumping up George Havernick. He ain't going to win. It's going to be Christy Marmota, Marmota, however you say it. So that was uh, Mike Rendino, who I think will join us tomorrow. But a very nice message from Mike, despite what's been talked about on this show about him, because he knows all the hostility, Curtis, is coming from you. And in the end, his sister did defeat your candidate. What do you have to say, Kurt? Well, that's in dispute. No, uh, it's not. This, oh, yes, yes. No, this was not. ranked he, choice. He, he, she wins. Uh, you knew Samantha's votes were not going to go to her, right? You think anybody voting for Samantha, the Albanians, were going to vote for her? Come on, be honest. Sid. Of course not. Okay. Well, guess what? She got 40 of those votes. George got 60. So she wins uh, by the smallest of margins. But, yeah, bring him on. And I'll make you a list of questions. Will you ask him that? Like, where well, do you give live? me one right now. Where do you live? Garden City, right? But he's already admitted that, he said Well, to you. he's had to admit it because we forced him to admit right. it. He should go out and join the Nassau County GOP since he's actually going out there and lobbying for the casino for Nassau Coliseum and being introduced by the Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman. Don't talk bad about Bruce. That's my friend. He's doing a great job. In which San Randino says to the crowd, I'm one of you. I'm a Nassau County resident, as he tries yes. to convince communities to come on so, board. But here's what I don't casino. get. Here's what I don't get. Yes. So you asked Frank Morano weeks ago. Yes. Is it even legal to be the chair in the Bronx, GOP chair, if you don't live there? No, you and, have to live there. Right. Frank said it's illegal. 
But yet, as you said, Mike Rendino out in the open, publicly, I'm one of you. Yeah, now, because we brought it to the surface. Okay, but if it's illegal, whether it's now or yesterday, it's still illegal. Well, it's a... So why is he so so brash about it? It's a marathon here. Don't worry about it. We'll keep you informed. Do you think we're just going to drop this like a hot rod? Listen, bring him on. I'm I'm getting messages from all these people. I understand, but you had an opportunity to have him on, and he refused to come on in the heat of the campaign. He didn't refuse to come on. What happened was he reached out to us after your first interview with me, and he said, hey, what the hell is going on here? Let me come on. And then we didn't hear from the guy for weeks. Now that, now that his sister won, <laughs> now he's ready to come <laughs> on, I guess. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll continue the marathon against him. But let's get uh, right down to business. Uh-oh. You're playing Johnny Mathis, right? I love Johnny Mathis. Third best-selling artist of all time. Is the, that true? Third best-selling artist of all time. I'm going to guess the first two are the Beatles and Slim Pickens. Well, you keep thinking that, okay? No. Talk about the Slim three Whitman. best. I'm sorry, Slim Whitman. Three best <laughs> high school high jumpers at that time, right? Now, you know Johnny Mathis eventually said, I come from San Francisco. It's not unusual to be gay in San Francisco because he was Mr. Light Loafer so many years, right? Right. With the Velvet Voice. Do you know when he was in high school, Bill Russell was in high school also. And also was in San Francisco. In fact, went to University of San Francisco and won the championship. That's right. Uh, He was ready to go to the Olympic trials as a high jumper. Yeah. He was a better high jumper than Bill Russell in San Francisco and Will Chamberlain at Overbrook High School in Philadelphia. But his uncle convinced him, no, no, you're not going to make any money high jumping. What do you do with that if you win a gold medal afterwards? Bring it to a hot shop. Go out there. You're a great singer. And now you know the rest of the story on that. Well, here's a uh, trivia question for you, Lewis. And uh, Lewis, pay attention here. Curtis just brought up Bill Russell. Lewis went to University of San Francisco. Bill Russell actually won an NCAA championship before winning a gold medal in the Olympics and about 90 championships with the Boston Celtics at San Francisco. What later New York Knicks center also went to the University of San Francisco? This center, who was the centerpiece of the Knicks offense, became expendable when they drafted Patrick Ewing and was eventually traded to the Chicago Bulls in exchange for Charles Oakley. Wow. What a Easy. brain buster. Oh, my God. Really? Bill Cartwright. Cartwright. Yeah. yeah. He Bill went to the University of San Francisco. Yeah, right, Tim. You didn't mention the partner of Bill Russell that helped him win the NCAA championship. They went with him to the Boston Celtics with Red Arbor. Casey Jones. Casey Jones was a In the backcourt, you see? <laughs> yeah. Let, let's do it. Courtesy yeah. with Super Sports Spectacular Trivia. That's a good job, especially today with the cocaine of Casey that's Jones. Right. But and anyway, let's that. get down to breast sex. It could have been Bill de Blasio's cocaine. Speaking of sports, <laughs> here he was, uh, Warren, uh, Warren Von Wilhelm. <laughs> that's what he was born, birthed into this world. He had two brothers, Bill de Blasio, Stephen and Donald. They're both dead? No, both of them never changed their last name. Oh, because you said he had two brothers. None of the siblings changed their last name. Right. So Bill de Blasio, always so calculating on everything he did. Coming down from Cambridge, he went to NYU, Columbia, majoring in political side. He wanted to run for office. He says to himself, a German can't get elected in New York. Because of your peeps, the Jews. (laughs) By the way, didn't Trump get elected? Didn't your friend Eric Ulrich get elected? Both of them German names. But anyway, put that aside. So he's got to come up with a narrative. Why do you change your name from Wilhelm, you know, Kaiser von Wilhelm, (laughs) to all of a sudden Bill de Blasio? 
So he does this narrative. He goes, my father was a great man. You know, my father's had a master degree from Harvard. He went to Yale University. But then when World War II broke out, like so many men of that era, he went into the military. He earned the Bronze Star. And then the final battles in Okinawa, 200,000 killed, kamikaze strikes, 82 days where the men of U.S. forces were pinned down. And his father earned a Purple Heart as he blew off half his leg with a grenade. He was able to kill the Japanese guy who did it, but came back like a lot of men in World War II impaired. So he was drinking. But he would take Bill de Blasio, who admitted this, to Fenway Park, to Red Sox Oh, we love the Red Sox. In fact, I just got a text from Joseph Aboud. The gorgeous Aboud will be live in studio this morning coming up at 925. He says, Curtis's Instagram in front of a homeless person on the streets, epic. And the only Boston Red Sox fan I know bigger than Bill de Blasio is probably... Joseph Aboud. That's that's how big yeah. a Red Sox fan this phony who would show up in the Bronx at Yankee games, Mayor de Blasio was. By the way, go to the Instagram of WABC. You'll see that video with a homeless guy right in Midtown, right next to the uh, hotel that houses all the illegal aliens that we're paying for. Meantime, our own homeless, our own emotionally disturbed, lit it all into the streets at Times Square. Thank you very much, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, <laughs> Mayor of the Illegal Aliens. But I digress. So here's Bill de Blasio. He's telling this narrative, and he says, you know, my father was very depressed, and I really ended up not liking him, so I decided I would change my last name. Now, what what kind of a son does that? Especially his father was a war hero. War hero. Remember, Bronze Star, Purple Heart, lost half of his leg, comes back to America. Remember, the guy had gone to Yale, Harvard, the uh, master's degree, well, well-versed, well-scholared. Raised his son well, gave him a chance. In fact, his son, ironically, was born at Doctors Hospital across from Gracie Mansion in New York City because his mother was from originally New York. His father was from Staten Island. You would think everybody in Staten Island would be in an outrage over that. No, he disparaged his father. He stamped all over his honor. It's like he took the Bronze Star and he took the Purple Heart and he stepped on it because he wanted that political career. He wanted to be the Italian stallion. And unfortunately, Italians went for that nonsense. Initially, they welcomed him. He knew a few words in Italian. He marched in the Bensonhurst uh, Columbus Day Parade. And then he sat down at Goodfellas on Highland Boulevard in Staten Island and ate pizza with a knife and a fork. (laughs) And they forgave him for that. (laughs) What a disgrazio. And that leads us to now. This is all calculated. You pointed out brilliantly, said the reason that they're going to live together forever and not get a divorce, although they're going to go their separate ways, and she's going back to her favorite, the fruit of femme fatales, because she's a hardcore lesbian, no, and she's no. written about it. Yes. And who she, knows? She, she loves the vagina. Right. Yeah. And who knows in what direction he's going in, but it's all about staying on top of the reality that your wife, Danielle, Great uh, law firm in a stealth way going after de Blasio and Charlene, Thank who you. stole one and a half billion dollars from that program thrive that no Democrats want to investigate, even though they have all the investigatory powers. Number two, all the monies that they've displaced, but if they stay married as husband and wife, you can't get the husband to testify against the wife. You can't get the wife to testify against the husband. So they're slick, they're calculating, 
And you know what they want? They want a reality show now. Of course, they want a they're reality show. They're shopping it out in they're Hollywood. Get it. They're going to get it. But but how disgusting! I just uh, got a picture here from our friend Rocco from Joe and Joe Restaurant up in Pearl River of De Blasio when he made his name change. But how disgusting is the media? If you don't listen to Sid Rosenberg, if you don't listen to Curtis Sliwa, you'll never know that the only reason why they are not getting divorced is because both of them, both of them, can face some serious charges. And in order not to testify, they stay married. Have you heard that with Bill Ritter? No. Have you heard that on Channel 2? No. Have you heard that on MSNBC? No. Instead, they make it like a nice story. Oh, Look, they're, they're a the model face. for yes. couples. Yes. Time to move in a different direction. They're still very much in love. Right. Remember, <laughs> for their... For their uh, honeymoon, where did they go? To Havana, Cuba. Cuba. Yes. Behind the sugar cane curtain of Fidel and Raul Castro looking for their hero, Joanne Chesimard, a.k.a. Asada Shakur, the cop killer, who is still on the lam in Cuba. And who did they go to help? Nicaragua, Daniel Ortega and his wife, who are president and vice president for life. They helped the Sandinistas. These were red diaper doper babies. And then... He gets elected to the mayor of the city of New York and single-handedly destroys the city that we love with a Miley Cyrus wrecking ball. We've got vengeance. I will never forgive. I will never forget what Bill de Blasio has done to this city. Not just elected. Elected twice. You know, it's one thing if you bring him in, you know, you realize you made a mistake. Now, I know, of course, that about 30 people show up to vote for the mayor in this city. Literally about 30 people. So, you know, whatever. The majority voted for him. But he was voted in twice. And I got news for you. If he was able to run a third term, he would have won again. Uh, let me tell you something. You want to know about Bill de Blasio, who was lazy while Eric Adams is crazy? <laughs> yeah. They're getting married in Prospect Park. You know that was uh, arranged marriage. Of it was course. obviously yeah. for political gain because he wants to run for office now also. That's the other reason they're pretending like we're together, but we're, we're not together. Well, want... there was talk a couple of years ago, uh, last year, yes. when he was leaving the mayor's office, that she was going to run for Brooklyn Borough oh, President. The deal was and Eric Adams on the way out was going to help her. That's right. Your very dear friend, Frank Carone, again, I associated just as closely with de Blasio as he is with Eric Adams, Fine. negotiated the deal. So de Blasio was to end up well, I'm also very close with Anthony Corona. In fact, I spoke to him yesterday. He loves Gravesend. I love the guy. I know. He wants you in the hot tub again. <laughs> you, you know, just enjoy yourself. Enjoy uh, your midlife crisis there uh, with uh, Anthony Corona. But anyway, the point being is, so Corona negotiates this deal at Brooklyn Borough Hall. Eric will endorse Charlene to be Brooklyn Borough president. This is before March of 2020, the lockdown, the summer of George Floyd, when every day, who was out painting Black Lives Matter with Bill de Blasio? Eric Adams, remember? Black Lives Matter. How come nobody asked them about that now? Every day on some street, Black Lives Matter. So all of a sudden, Black Lives Matter at night, they have a demonstration that leads to rioting and shooting. Who's on a stage in downtown Brooklyn talking to Black Lives Matter? First Charlene. Nobody, nobody booed her. They applauded politely. Then Bill gets up, right? And all of a sudden, they turn their backs turn on their him. Backs. They booed him. Yeah. And that's when Charlene realized, I can't run for Brooklyn Borough president. And now the deal was off. But she wants, she's itching to get back into it. And she is going to once again ride the vote in Brooklyn where that kind of a lifestyle in the area she lives, Mark Slope, people won't bat an eye at that. They won't bat an but eye. But how can she possibly, I mean, anybody who's running against her, only has to ask one question, and it's over. Hey, Charlene, 
Where is that $1.5 billion? Not $1.5 million, which is enough. Where is that $1.5 billion? How does she skate well, around that? you got to warm her up first. got to say, I understand when you and Bill got married in Prospect Park, according to the former city councilman, Sal Albanese, you weren't the one who was late. The bride. The bride is always late. Bill de Blasio was late by a half hour. Yeah. His family, his friends, her family, her friends. <laughs> yeah. And guess who was the late one? Him. The dope. Because well, uh, he was smoking Maui Waui and sure. Hindu Kush. I remember you knew that. when uh, Joe Pesci's character, Tommy, shot uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, Stax, in the movie Goodfellas. And he's like, he'd be late for his own funeral. That's Bill de Blasio. But late for his own funeral. The other thing we have to do, and I and Nancy are doing this, Thrive is still surviving. It's still out there? It's under a different name. It is now housed in City Hall. They spent $325 million. Stop it. Yep. Who runs it? Uh, well, you're going to hear that tomorrow. Oh, I tomorrow can't wait to hear we're going to hear that to you. Because, because it's, it's somebody in Adams' office, yeah, obviously. Of course, they swapped it over. They changed the name. It used to have its own uh, its own offices yeah. across the street. Yeah. And now it's housed right in City Hall. You know that Thrive still exists? Oh, come, I can't wait to hear this. How come you don't hear this? about any of that? Now, is uh, the lovely Nancy, once again, happy belated birthday, Nancy Sliwa, is she doing a deep dive into that? Of and, course. Oh, yes, of she course. is. And remember... The commission is after both the Blasios for the $1.5 billion. We want it back. The Democrats have given them a pass. They all know they're both thieves. We know the money is either either in Panama, Switzerland, Antigua, or it's in the Cayman Islands. We want that money back, <laughs> and we want both of them in jail. You know, they can remain married right in a nice little jail cell in some federal prison, <laughs> yes, yes. you know, maybe up in Otisville, right? You'll have them in the camp, the same one that Sheldon Silver, that greedy one, dropped dead in years ago. Remember, who sent him back to jail? Yours truly, Curtis Lee, visited Shelly Silver with his beak in the trough. I rang his bell and his co-op in the low. He said, Shelly, you're supposed to be up in Otisville. What are you doing down here? Well, I'm going to be good, Curtis. I said, I'm going to be watching you. The next day, the federal marshals came and brought him back to Otisville. And then he dropped dead of greed and went straight to hell without an asbestos suit. Bill and Charlene, you may think you're getting over on all of us like fat rats, but we will never forget. We will never forget. We are going to make sure that the both of you thieves who took thrive money for the people most desperately in need, the mostly disturbed persons who are still in our subways, our streets, and our parks, that justice is done. And that's when we put you both in Camp Fed in Otisville, where you'll have visitation rights, although no conjugal rights, because we know you never went that way to begin with.